0: We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit ThemeParkConcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends ThemeParkConcierges.com or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. Uh, I wanted to tell you about something special that our friends over at DreamsByDesignTravel.com Come. is doing just for our listeners. Now, you know that when you use DreamsByDesignTravel, Dot com. They are not only providing you the best travel planning service on the planet, they're also offering it to you at no cost. One of the best values on the planet. They'll take care of you from beginning to end. They are amazing over there. And they have partnered with us and we're so grateful for them. Uh, if you are planning on booking some travel this year, they're throwing in what I think, honestly, Is one of the best perks ever who doesn't like a special gift have you ever been on like a cruise or been like on a special trip and something magically appears in your room it's awesome and our friends over at dreamsbydesigntravel.com have uh let us know about something that they're doing special if you book your travel uh to any disney resort package of four nights or longer and let them know that you booked it through the Disney Parks Podcast. You've heard about them through us, and you book it by December 31st of 2018. They're going to magically make happen for you an in-room gift. And what it is, it's a Mickey cooler filled with all sorts of goodies. Uh, The goodies are going to vary, all that good stuff, but it is totally worth it. And it's not something that, you know— you're having to pay for it's just some special little magic that we're creating we're not creating it dreamsbydesigntravel.com is creating it they're just letting us share it with you and making it sound like it's something that we're doing so we appreciate that make sure you visit dreamsbydesign and check them out let them know the disney parks podcast sent you and if you book a resort package for four nights or longer something may be appearing in your room And now, the Disney Parks Podcast infotainment segment. Hello and welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. We've got a great show for you. The thing about uh, really kind of... How this podcast sort of came about, I mean, we, we really wanted to do a podcast, but mm-hmm. it really came about from what Disney fans do best. They sit around a table, they sit around in a the theme park, and they talk about all the things that they would either do differently, or they dream about all the things that they would want to do, right. or they debate on what Walt would have done. Right. Uh, or, like we're going to do tonight, we're going to talk about the top ten things that we would bring back Right. to Walt Disney World.
1: I mean, D23 had a podcast. It was called The Armchair uh, Archivist. Uh, archivist, yeah. I mean, we're armchair imagineering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we've come up with a lot of really great ideas. And they're and all Disney, Disney hasn't
0: used one of them. That we which, know of, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I'm really upset about. But, you know, so... We'll find out for the 50th if they pull <laughs> off my idea. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so we're going to talk about the 10 things. and Now, this list is kind of arbitrary. Yeah. Uh... There are some things on it that you may or may not agree with, and that's fine. Sure. Yeah. Please shoot us an email, DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Everybody's got their own list. Let us know what you think. There are some things on it that I might not necessarily agree with. I'm sure there's some things that Tony is more or less passionate about. Right. Uh, I know the two that we're probably going to debate the most because <laughs> uh, we kind of already started. Um but this is, this is what we do. We talk about things that we love. We're passionate about it. So we're going to have this kind of on-air discussion about the 10 things that we would like to see brought back and why. And uh, we're going to invite you in uh, to the conversation as well. So uh, let's take it away. What is number 10, number Uncle 10, Tony? 10, 10, 10,
1: 10. Uh, is the Walt Disney story. Now tell me about this, because this is not one I'm familiar with. Oh, really? I know, right? I'm okay. still learning. Okay. So if you walked into the Magic Kingdom... And you know where Town Square is Mm -hmm. and Mickey? uh, It's actually kind of back where the hat shop used to be, Mm -hmm. or or still is. Mm -hmm. There used to be like a little movie theater. Well, there was a little area before that which kind of told you the story of Walt. And then a movie theater that used to show some old Mickey shorts and things like that. Okay. And this was, you know, to kind of introduce you to the person of which who built this whole
0: kingdom. Now, did this eventually become one mainstream? No. Okay. No. Did this eventually transform itself into where the cinema is because it, they show Mickey shorts? It transformed shorts
1: into something. the meet and greet for Mickey, Tinkerbell and whoever. Oh, Yeah. Okay. It transformed completely away from the Walt Disney story. And that made people a little upset. Everybody's like, listen, you have to honor the person." I don't disagree with that at all. That that built this. And that's when they came up with One Man's Dream.
0: Well, you know my theory, the mm. farther and farther away we get sure. from Disney's death, the less yeah. and less it looks like Walt Disney. Yeah. And there was a post that went out, uh, I can't even remember the Imagineer who the story was about, but he said that basically the Disney park's dead from what Walt wanted it to be. Yeah. Did you read that yeah, one? Yeah, I, I think so. can't remember who.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I've, I've always said that, I've heard too that that. You know, the grand plan for Disney is to rename Disney World here in Florida. Not Walt Disney's World, but just Disney World. Right. They want to take the Walt part out of the... Yeah. I think they'll have a tough time doing it. I think uh, there'll be a huge public uproar. Listen, as a stockholder, if I got a vote, you're not going to get mine. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, that's, that's... Crazy,
0: his name is on the name of the company, it's the Walt Disney, Disney Company, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I get it, I understand that you know, well, we've got Disneyland, and now we're gonna have Disney World. Walt wanted it to be Disney World, yeah, but Roy wanted it to be, be Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World. World. Let's right. respect his wishes, yeah, because without Roy, none you, of this you'd have nothing. would be here. I mean, as much as yeah. we like to laud with Walt, but yeah. if it wasn't for Roy, yeah, you know, making it happen behind the scenes, yeah,
1: no money, no, yeah. no park.
0: Yeah. So that's number 10. Number nine is brought to you by Eastern Airlines. Yes. (laughs) Uh, If You Had Wings, which. If You
1: Had Wings, Had Wings. uh,
0: I never got to experience this attraction, but I do. Yeah, I was too old. Um, But I do remember the song and I've watched the Mm. YouTube videos. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to explain this attraction to. All
1: right. This was very simplistic. This is just like a moving car. Yeah, it's thing, an omnimover. Right, it's an omnimover ride, continuous. Now, where was it? Uh, this is uh, this was where uh, the laugh floor, uh, Monsters Laugh Floor, is uh, in Tomorrowland. Right, it was in there. I believe it's in, in that. It's in that building with probably with uh, Buzz. That, that right, that building on the right. Right. Um, it was very simple. So you you sat in a you know something that very much looked like a doom buggy. You know, these happened to have been green at the time. And uh, and on the walls, as you were going through, it shows you images of, you know, birds flying, airplanes flying, if, it's, if you had wings. Right. So all the things that, you know, you would think. And the, I remember the last scene uh, was kind of when you went through the hole in the wall, and there was a giant, uh, yeah, you don't know, a hole in the wall with a giant projector, and it almost looked like you were, like, flying with them Oh, cool. You know, into, you know, this space. It, it was very cool. I I think that's what I liked about it as a kid. It was like, oh, I, maybe I could fly, you know? Right. Eastern Airlines wasn't the only airlines that sponsored it, no, was it? No, I think Pan Am did it. Yeah. Uh, I think two or three airlines did it. Yeah, and then
0: the last yeah. one was Eastern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that went now, our friend Ashley's mother uh, was working for an airline, and... Uh was there on opening day when right. this attraction opened up with whatever airline. got to get her on the show. I know. I know. And she's in town again. Um, I'll have to talk to her. To take the yeah. iPhone. Go record yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of cool. Um, number eight. Number eight is... I do know a little bit about this okay. one. Uh, right. Swan boats and canoes. Yeah. Now, that's in two different areas. Weren't the yeah. canoes over by Tom Sawyer Island? Right. I, I figured, let me put the
1: water stuff together.
0: Yeah. Now... <laughs> I can, In in the day and age in which we live, mm-hmm. and knowing what I know about living in Florida, mm-hmm. I could not imagine that they would let guests inside of canoes, mm-hmm. free rain canoes.
1: Yeah. No track, no motor, no nothing.
0: I cannot believe that, that they would allow them to to just all over the place where they, they want to go. They
1: still do it at Disney World. I, Well, Land. yeah,
0: but they don't have alligators in Disney World.
1: True. So I can't
0: imagine that today. You know, <laughs> I, 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 cause I've seen video of alligators in the, in the water splash yes. area yeah. and splash mountain. mountain. Yeah. So, so basically there were two ways to get to, uh, Tom Sawyer Island. Mm-hmm. The way that you could do now, which is the Tom Sawyer, uh, oh, rap thing water boat thing. Yeah. I can't remember what they call the skiff, yeah, whatever. And then, and then these, these canoes, you could canoe yeah. back and forth Yeah. and you literally would well, get. Well,
1: you around. Yeah. Yeah. You could go to Tom Sawyer Island? Uh I don't remember if you they stopped there or didn't stop there. I don't I can't remember. But I know you went around like where the boat No, Now up. was there a cast member in the canoe with it you? There was a cast member in the front and a cast member in the back.
0: Okay, how many people could it sit total?
1: Oh a lot. I would say uh, close to twenty. Really? Yeah, it was a very big, big canoe? canoe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those are gone.
1: I could see that. Gone. Did yeah. they capsize a lot? No. no.
0: Really? No. They're probably very weighted very They well. were very flat-bottomed yeah.
1: canoes. They weren't, you know, kind of rounded, yeah. but were very flat-bottomed canoes. Right. Um, but it was interesting uh, watching people try to get in and out without going into the drink. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that had to be <laughs> you know, quite some, the joke. Whoa! You know, and there's a cast member trying to pull them <laughs> back.
0: Well, yeah. I, c- I could imagine what that's like. And I don't think, did they have ADA compliant? No. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, so all those people were out. Yeah. yeah, sorry guys. That whole group of people.
0: And then the other part of that was happening over in front of the Magic Kingdom, or excuse me, the the castle Yes. over in the Rose Garden, which no longer exists, uh, and the swan boats. So the mm-hmm. swan boats would take you in the little waterways yeah. all around the, ca- not around. Uh, yeah, around the moat. Around the moat yeah. near the castle. Yeah. That had to be, now were those on tracks? I don't think those were on tracks either. And who drove those?
1: I think those were a little motorboat, and a, there was a guy in there.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, aren't most of those swan boats over at the Swan and Dolphin Resort, or the ones that are left? They might be. They might be. Hmm. So I'll have yeah. To go
1: do that research.
0: Yeah. So that's why, for the longest time, when you were walking around the garden area, they had a topiary of the swan. mm Hmm. Uh, That's why, if you've ever wondered why there was a swan topiary, just like, that doesn't make any sense. What does swan have to do with anything? Because that was an homage to the swan boats. Now, did they, in the moat, did they go as far around as, could they connect near Adventureland?
1: No, they went kind of under by the Crystal Palace. Right. uh, To the castle, around the back of the castle, and then back by Tomorrowland, and then back to the dock. Cool. I would have loved that. Yeah. That'd be cool. It, 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 it's one of those things where you would get on there and you would just relax for a couple <laughs> minutes. Right. You're not rushing around. Just enjoy the view of everything. And, you know, for a long time, they kept the boat dock there. Right. And it was a great place to just get <laughs> out of the sun because yeah. it was shaded uh, and just relax.
0: Yeah. Or or spend uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Which is what we did. Yeah. The one year that we did it and we'll never do it again.
1: Yeah. Even, uh, uh, that's when we did the, uh, when they were doing the 24 hour, you know, 24 hour day. Yeah. Yeah. We were there and it took us 30 minutes to get to the plaza from there. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it did.
1: And that was actually the second, uh, the first Disney by the numbers meetup was in Disneyland. And the second meetup was at the boat dock. Huh.
0: The Rose Garden Swan boat dock. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, number seven on our list is the Lights of Winter, and I remember seeing pictures of this. Yes, uh, this is over at Epcot. This is down mm-hmm. the promenade. They would do the mm-hmm. the tunnel. Yep. Was it just the tunnel of lights, or was there more to it?
1: Uh, there's some music that went with it too. Kind of the music would you know do the lights.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Almost like a, a little precursor. Light show. Yeah, a precursor light show. to the uh, Osborne. Osborne Lights, mm-hmm. yep. which may or may not be on our list. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot because if you came in the front and you walked, you know, past Spaceship Earth, past the fountain, then you had this great, yeah, you know, string of lights with music and it kind of got you in the Christmas spirit before you went to a World Showcase to meet all the different Santas.
0: Right. You know. Now, did they take this out because they, they put the
1: trees in the center or they, did they widen it? Why did they take that no, out? I have no idea. I have no idea. If somebody knows the reason why this is not there, I think maybe it shrunk the walkway a little bit because obviously it did take up space. Maybe that was a concern. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. That's fascinating. Use too much electricity?
0: Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Think Disney's that concerned about a little bit of extra electricity? <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud, kids. Somebody turn off
1: those lights. You're running up the bill.
0: I'm sure. Well, they could have <laughs> moved over to LEDs like everything else. Oh, sure. Run sure. everything off a 9 volt battery for yeah. a couple of days. <laughs>
1: uh what's next on the list uh the next on the list is uh, it'd be weird to bring back but it was the year of a million dreams I, and i think it went on for longer than a year yeah it was more like 18 months or maybe yeah. even longer
0: this is when i actually came into the disney community because okay. yeah. i remember i remember seeing the year of a million dream cards yeah and wanting one desperately
1: yeah yeah i mean they hired a whole staff they hired uh, 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 people that didn't know that, you know, get, get, get figured out the prize they was, prizes they were giving away that day and sent people out to give them away. It was a whole uh, fun experience. You never knew when it was going to happen, where it was going to happen. Uh, and nobody really knew except for that one person that said, here, go go to Space Mountain, and the 10th person out of the queue line, give them this, you know. Uh, and the grand prize, and we've had uh, Mike on the show, um uh, I think his uh, Twitter handle is DVC Mike. Uh, he won a lifetime Jeez. DVC. He's got a hotline. He just calls up and says, "Hey, it's Mike. I'm coming down. This is the week. Go find me a place," and they take care of everything else. Wow. They even uh, I, I I I don't know if it still goes on. They even paid a tax accountant to do his taxes. Because you know this prize was valued very high, yeah, and it put him in a different tax bracket, and they didn't want to uh, screw him, so they paid I think his taxes so that he wouldn't have to pay, um, you know, the tax on that. All
0: right, so here's a question
1: for those of you who are listening
0: live or listening to the to the podcast. If you're listening live, you can put a comment in. If you're listening to the podcast replay, uh, shoot us an email. And the question is, Mm -hmm. would you rather Uh win a lifetime of Disney Vacation Club Mm -hmm. or the overnight stay in Cinderella Suite? Oh, DVC. I would probably go DVC too, but to be able to stay in the Cinderella Suite. Sure. That'd be great. Nobody gets to do that. Yeah. DVC is a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah,
1: for the rest of the, if it's a lifetime, yeah, sure, I totally get that. Yeah. But
0: it, it's a question. Some people would be like, "I'm already DVC," so yeah. I would stay in the Cinderella Suite. So I'd like to know what you guys think. Let me know, uh, DVC or Cinderella Suite, which would you prefer? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's a good one. Next on our list is one that I wish would come back that I never got to ride. Oh, but I did get to ride the version of it in Disneyland with the Nemo theme which Ooh. is the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea Yes, adventure, to be nomenclatured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of my favorite old Disney movies is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, uh, the Kirk Douglas thing and the whole thing with the mm-hmm. big organ that's over at Disneyland and Haunted Mansion. I love Jules Verne. I love this book. Uh, so to be able to have written this, this is one of the big things, the big losses in my life that I I wasn't able to ride this attraction, so I was so happy when I got to ride the Finding Nemo, Nemo yeah. over at, at Disneyland because it felt very mm-hmm. much like I was riding the ride. For the most part, it yeah. was kind of the same, but it was it was a weird amalgam of yeah. I know I'm riding Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, but I also feel like I'm riding Under the Sea with Nemo and friends because yeah. it's
1: virtually the same. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I can't remember on the Nemo do the whole do the whole uh, sound the bell. And then dive? Di- no, I don't think they. I don't do. think
0: they do that. Yeah. I think you, you do the dive thing, and then once you're in, yeah. you literally are going through nine tenths of the exact same scenario yes. that you are in in 20, Finding Nemo, Yeah. Uh, because they've got the screens and they've got the animatronic things. It's, it's the same thing. So Twenty Thousand Leagues, you get into a submarine and mm-hmm. are imaginarily taken underwater. And you experience an underwater adventure with... Well,
1: let's say you're just under the water.
0: Sort of. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You are, you are submerged in some form or fashion. And you were in these submarines that were literally gas-powered, driving around the lagoon and in hidden spaces. Yeah. And when they decided to build uh, Winnie the Pooh, 20,000 Leagues went away. But inside the grand tree in front of Winnie the yeah. Pooh, if you go inside the tree, there's a little door. And immediately look over the door, there mm. is inside uh, the wood a carving of the nautilus. nautilus. Yeah. So it's still there. So I go and point it out all the time. And people yeah. are like, oh my gosh, we would never known it. Now the tree's relocated. 20,000 right. Leagues it used to be where currently the... The Seven Dwarves Mine Train yeah. mm-hmm. and some of Undersea with, with Aerial is, right? right? That right. whole area? Yep. Yeah. So this was a massive show building
1: slash area. Right. We even had on the guy, uh, uh, what's his name? Roger, I think. Roger Ogden. He uh, does a lot of painting on Facebook, but mm-hmm. he uh, did maintenance at the Magic Kingdom And one of the things he used to have to do is uh, he was a certified diver. He'd have to go down and paint, you know, stuff underwater. And they had had paint that you painted underwater. Wow. Because they couldn't, you know, it was all concrete stuff. They couldn't, you know, cut it out, bring it up, paint it, and then put it back. So they had paint that painted underwater. That's crazy. Uh, and he was one of the certified, I think he was like one of only two certified divers, the Magic Kingdom at that time. Guaranteed work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Roger, go fix bulb right. bulb in the submarine. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was good. I, I like that attraction a lot. I really did. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, I remember like being a kid in the whole bell, dang, dang, dive, dive, dive. Right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's it's weird now
0: because you know you know you're it's either you're visually fooled into thinking you're completely underwater, yeah. but you are submerged to a degree. Right. Yeah, uh, the pilot's not. The pilot's yeah. always yeah. above water. But right. he's you know they're driving through this thing on a track on a track. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's crazy and it's it's a lot of fun it's weird though because when you start it, I don't know if it was this way in Walt Disney World but when you start out at Disneyland you're right right up against the yeah. wall mm-hmm. and then you see the seawall moving and it's yeah. like you're in the middle of it and like wow yeah. that was cool yeah I mean it's just it just was a fun attraction i wish i wish we had it back yeah you know every april 1st it's always funny because yeah some idiot or excuse me, I shouldn't say that somebody puts on they're building a fifth gate. Yeah. All the attractions that went away. Yeah. yeah.
1: Only if. Yeah. You know, Mr. Toad's weren't.
0: coming back. Right. You know. Right. All right.
1: What's next? Uh, Next is uh, everything everybody wishes would come back in some shape, fashion, form, right. place is Osborne Lights. And listen, you know, Disney, if you go back and listen, we've given you plenty of ideas where to. Put this damn thing. Mm -hmm. It's not a hidden secret. I mean, uh, ESPN World, Disney Springs. uh, Pick a resort. You can do it in a resort. Uh, You know, like, say, Saratoga Springs, which is huge. I mean, just pick a place and and put them back. Right Now, I'm hoping they... From what I know, they've thrown out the lights because they threw out the lights every year and put up new ones. Right. But I'm hoping the display parts... Uh, they haven't sent back to the Osborne family and they're hanging on to so that maybe they will do it uh, some other time, some other place. Right. You know, <laughs> I would
0: love to see this back. My wife would love to see this back. This was a big deal for her. You know, I mm-hmm. literally, we would go to the parks and I just leave her there and I'd periodically go get her hot chocolate. No yeah. matter what temperature was outside, Right. you know, and she would sit and she would watch and the yeah. snow would snow and we would try to go find the, the black cat and all that good stuff. Uh, it was just an amazing experience, and it breaks my heart that it's gone. And I'm glad that Star Wars Land's coming, mm. but it really breaks my heart that they took this away. Yeah. Uh, and I would love for them to bring it back, and it's it's a damn shame that they haven't yet. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. 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 Next up is of the classic nighttime parades. Mm. This is probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, because this is the one that I. I shouldn't say grew up because I've yeah. only been coming to Dizzy for, you know, a little over a decade and a half, but spectrum magic on this magic night. It was great. Loved it. Loved yeah. every bit of it. Um, I loved Chip and Dale. I love the giant, you know, night on Bald mountain. Mm. Uh, I loved every bit of this. I love the, the music bug. Yeah. I loved, I love the music. Um, I wish, you know, and this is this is the clowns is, on
1: the ball. Yeah,
0: this is where Tony and I start getting, we start dividing a little bit, because his favorite is another one we're going to talk to. It's number one, of course, because he put the list together. Uh, it's not so much that I just miss Spectra Magic or mm. the other one; it's just that I miss something. Yes. We we've lost we've lost any nighttime parade mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just ridiculous how we are a world destination and Disneyland has two nighttime parades. Right. You know, and one park wasn't even designed to have a nighttime parade, but they That's still right. got one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so this is just kind of a thing. Spectrum Magic is my perennial favorite mm-hmm. uh, because it's what what I first associated with. Uh, although the music for the other one, I knew before Spectre Magic, mm-hmm. so I would love to see, I love to see Spectro. I love to see yours. Yeah, I want to see something come right. to to the night. Right. So let's go ahead and hit number two. I have an honorable mention, and then we hit number one. Oh sure. Okay. Uh,
1: number two is the Skyway. Now they're bringing this back in a form, shape, or form. Yeah. We are getting you know the. Sky Buckets of Doom. Yeah. We're getting something that's going to go up in the air in a bucket that's going to move at a high rate of speed. See,
0: before, if you fell, you (laughs) fell inside the Magic Kingdom. That would have been tragic. Now, you literally could fall and get hit by a bus. (laughs)
1: Sure. (laughs) If you so open the door.
0: (laughs) That's right. Or if you're in some of the backwoods areas, you can fall and get eaten by a gator. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah. But it could.
1: Yeah. Now... Uh, The skyway here in uh, Walt Disney World was not very huge. Uh, There were two stations, Tomorrowland uh, and Fantasyland. Right. And literally, you would get in a sky bucket that would either go to Fantasyland or to Tomorrowland. Now, it's it's not that far to walk, but if you didn't want to, you got in a little sky bucket. Now, these were, I, I think the problem with these were... There was nothing to keep knuckleheads from dropping stuff out of the bucket. There were no windows. There was no enclosure. There were some bars, and then it was open air. So you could literally take your slushy or soda and then, you know. Slushy. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Really splash somebody good from from the bucket.
0: Yeah. And what I remember... I never rode the buckets. I never mm. saw it. But I do remember it took them forever to get that last station out. Oh, the Fantasyland one. Fantasyland forever. Because yeah. now it's the Rapunzel restaurant area. The $20 yeah. million dollar bathroom yeah. with yeah. frying pans and the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it to mock it. I yeah. say it because it's funny. It is. Because there's frying pans in a in bathroom. bathroom. Uh, I don't
1: know how the two things go together. Because,
0: because <laughs> frying pans. Who knew, right? <laughs> but... Uh, the concept of having the sky bucket thing in magic kingdom is, mm. is fascinating. Right. But it's, you know, but I, I think it's fascinating that they have a sky bucket thing at the fair, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a quarter of a block, yeah. you know, and you pay a ticket and you go yeah. and that's yeah. it. I don't get that. Yeah. But, uh, and the funny thing is, as much as, and it's not so much to me, I think nowadays, but it used to be, you know, show ready. Mm. You know, I've seen video of the sky buckets, and the top mm-hmm. of those buildings were not always show ready. No, and I thought that was funny. Not back in those how days. How Walt was always like, everything's got to look good. Yeah. Well, you're riding people above the ceilings, and they can see the buckets and the mop mm. stuff and all the stuff that people mm-hmm. leave out all the time, yeah. and you can see past the show building. Yeah. You know, especially back in the day yeah. when they didn't have all the trees that they yeah. have now. Yeah. They have a little. So things. I thought that was kind of a very interesting mm. juxtaposition.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's just weird. Yeah. So, it was weird. I wouldn't mind them bringing it back. I mean, I'm excited for the um, the the Skyliner. What, Skyliner. I think that's going to be a cool. Yeah. And it's going to be transportation mode.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that. we're going to get some interesting views. I do as well. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna so be fun to just drive around. <laughs> <laughs> if they let us. Oh, the less I'm thinking, Skyliner crawl. Oh,
0: that's interesting. That would be that'd be that would
1: be interesting bar to bar I'm thinking flasks anyway so I'm thinking we don't get off <laughs> yeah if the lettuce <laughs> yeah can you get off no we're good um we're going to the next stop <laughs> got <forgot> my keys <laughs> uh so
0: before we get to the number one number one what? uh I want to do an honorable mention because it's the mm. only thing that's not on the list that, you
1: gonna, I'm gonna grab something
0: yeah that popped into my head while we were sitting here talking and, and I honestly think that it's the one attraction that is never really on the t- tip of anyone's tongue, but it's always one of those ones that once you say it, everybody goes, oh, yeah. And that would be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes. I would love to see Mr. Toad's come back. I had a chance to ride the Disneyland version, and it was awesome. Uh, we had a, two different tracks. I would love to have ridden both tracks. Right. Uh, I would love for that experience. And with all the toad ends and all that stuff. But, you know, Mr. Toad, Snow White, Scary Adventure, yeah. all those all those ones that have gone the way of the dodo bird, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Mr. Toads come back. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. I agree. So let's go ahead and get to the number one thing that we would like to see mainly Tony come back to Walt Disney World, shocker among shockers. It's the Main Street
1: Electrical Parade. <laughs> That's not the song. Yeah, that's it. Want to see the parade go backwards? That's very cute. Yeah, this lights up, by the way. I don't have any batteries in it, but it does light up. There's five of them? Yeah, five, you've got, five of these. You've got all of them, right? Yeah, you got the oh, I got parade? all parade. I got the complete parade. <laughs> it does take power.
0: I can see that on the yeah, back Yeah, it
1: does there. take a power cord, too. So hook it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you fell in love with the parade when you were a kid.
1: Yeah. First time I saw it in 1976, the big flag part at the end was bigger. There was more 76 stuff uh, in the parade. Uh, But I was like, wow, this thing is lit up. There's no extension cord (laughs) and it's going right down the middle of Main Street. I was fascinated Mm -hmm. as a 13-year-old kid. I'm sure. You know, I was like, this is awesome. I, I just I like the music. I like the uh, the whole theming of the parade. I like that it lit up. It was at night. There was a lot of things I really really enjoyed about this parade. When I first moved back to Florida, two thousand ten, <laughs> so no. you moved down and then moved back. Yeah, I moved down and then we went back to Jersey and then I came back down. Uh, it was the summer nightastic, and this little baby. Uh, was on a limited run here. It was, it was like only staying for a couple months. It was like staying from I don't know like August to December or something. And it was being shipped somewhere else. Well wound up staying way past that. Right. Until it finally <laughs> did leave and go to California again. Right. Uh but this has been at California, it's been in Tokyo, uh I think even Par I think it's been to every Disney park. So apparently, this parade can be boxed up and moved, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, and they have done it a couple of times, right um but yeah I, I it's one of my favorites. I
0: love this parade, love it, love it, love it, love everything about it uh to the to the degree that it holds a special place in your heart, yeah, that's how I feel about spectro, yeah, now what we what I was saying off camera was, I'm kind of over both of them only in the sense that we had one yeah. and then we had the other one. Then we had one, then we had the other one and it's great. And then while all that's happening, paint the night debuts. Right. And then, you know, now we've got some other thing happening at Disneyland. <laughs> I would just like to see something come in for a nighttime parade. Uh, and I have this sneaky suspicion that we're not going to get anything.
1: Yeah, that's I, a,
0: I think yeah. Disney's like, you know, parades are great, but, you know, we've got more than enough nighttime stuff with the new fireworks and the new mm-hmm. projection shows. I think we've got more than enough stuff. And the technology is expensive once. Mm. And, you know, we only need a bare minimum crew as opposed to paying people every night and dealing with technology issues.
1: Yeah, uh, i feel forget i think there was like over 200 cast members in the main street electrical parade yeah which is a big paycheck so you're talking 200 Cause they're people considered entertainment right which gets paid at a higher scale they get paid at a higher scale and it's usually yeah. like a
0: four hour minimum yeah so they're there for four hours so yeah. you're paying 200 people
1: uh, they gotta be an hour before they gotta do their uh, stretching exercise then yeah. they gotta do a warm-up Gotta, gotta. And they got to go through it and yeah. then they have to do the debrief yeah. and then yeah. they have to yeah. you know all that stuff. Yeah. So it was a hu- it's a huge
0: expense that they have to pay every night, sometimes twice a night. Oh yeah. And this so, they used to so it makes sense for them to just funnel that those funds through, you know, 20,000k projection, mm. you know, they got four of them. You yeah. only have to buy the one. one guy once. pushes the button. Yeah, and the computers to control it, and you just got one. Right. You got Uh, A little, a small little cadre of tech guys there, and you've got your fireworks people that you've had forever and day. Now they just have a different show to build. So it does make economic sense, but you know the the nostalgia part of me is just like, man, it'd be nice if we could have some type of Mm. something because they have no problem with the expenditures over at Disneyland. And California is a much more expensive state. Oh yeah, than Florida. Mm -hmm. But you know that's just me talking. Anything else you want to add on the list? Uh, I don't think so. All right. So that's our list. That's our top 10. Why don't you guys share what attractions that maybe we didn't mention that you'd like to see brought back? You can leave us a comment in the show notes here, or you can shoot us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. What attractions would you like to see come back to Disney? This is what we do as Disney fans. We Mm -hmm. talk about this. Ad nauseum. What to bring back, what yeah. to make new, or how to change do? So how do we fix something yeah. that's broken. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't want to sit and go down the road of man, Maelstrom is so much better. I want to bring Maelstrom back. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with with the frozen overlay. I'm or cool Adventures with it. Club. Yeah, Adventures Club. That's another one that I never got to experience. I would love to be able to do Adventures Club. Mm. Um, but you know, that's that's what we got. We got what we got. If we don't see you in real life, we will see you. In, in the, the parks.
1: parks.
0: The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney
1: Company. Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through